inside out welcome back to the second week of our q a i hope you guys listened last week and if your name wasn't in last week it is definitely going to be definitely days if you asked a good question so how are you feeling today jen good and ready just to answer ready to answer and for those who are just tuning in if you want to go back and listen to part one you can pause mm. and go back and listen yep. and come back to this or you Do can it. go back and have a listen some good stuff there so mm. take it away naomi Woo-hoo. okay first question shout out to our homeboy craig homeboy craig what a legend <laughs> okay he asked us do you feel god speaks to you and if so, how? Ooh, like that. Mm. Ooh. I'd have to say yes. And <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yes. Definitely yes. And I feel like God speaks in many ways, so he's not mm. limited in the way that he chooses to speak to us. So for me, this can look quite different on any given day. I yeah. actually dream a lot, and mm. some of my most memorable encounters have actually been in the night and yeah it's almost like when I'm so well rested I've let go of control (laughs) it's like just God shows up in my dreams and I've had some really just powerful moments where he's just spoken through the content of the dream quite specifically Mm, that's Um, powerful stuff and when you wake up you remember it clearly hey like yeah with absolute clarity and yeah Mm. that's one of my fun ways of hearing from the Lord I really enjoy dreaming oh that's so good and any other ways um just all the ways all the ways um so also two-way journaling which i mentioned in the first q a and basically for those of you who aren't familiar with that is actually based on the teachings of a man called mark verkler so basically you write down what is on your heart before the lord and then you take time to still yourself before the lord and listen for his voice and then Mm. any sort of spontaneous thoughts and flow that come to you you just sort of write them down and um I've kind of gotten into a discipline of doing journaling more often and I find it really enriching just to hear God's heart towards me and towards whatever I'm facing. So I highly recommend two-way journaling. It's a great way to hear from the Lord. What about you, Naomi? I agree. I actually did that this morning for the first time in like a year or so. How how good is it? It was so good. You kind of go, oh, is it God or is it me? But no, like if you just keep going... Even if it's just you, it's still encouraging. Like Absolutely. And if you're ever unsure, you can always have accountability. Someone Get someone to read through it, like a pastor yeah. or a trusted mentor, as a way yeah. to begin. But you eventually get into a flow where you know, I wasn't thinking that when I came to the yeah, home at all. that's it. Yeah, it's not like premeditated thought. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, How else does God speak to me? I mean, (laughs) in the normal ways, obviously. Yeah, I've had dreams. Um, People have prophesied over my life through the the word of God, through prayer. But one of my favorite ways recently is like if I'm in the car listening to music, Mm -hmm. even secular music, like I was listening to a Justin Timberlake song the other day. (laughs) I just felt the Lord speak through the lyrics. He does. Yeah, I totally relate. I was crying. (laughs) Yeah. But it was like just the sweetest thing because God can use anything to speak. He can. Have to be spiritual but yeah I, I liked that way that was cool and even movies sometimes I watch a movie and yes yes I totally relate isn't that interesting the other thing I the only other thing I could think of is that gut feeling you just mm. know that you know that yes. you know that you need to respond and sometimes yeah. 
that goes one step further and I feel my heart pounding in my chest. And it's usually when God's like calling me in that particular moment to like immediately Mm. respond. Mm, So good. We could go on with that one, but we might leave it there for today. So next question, this is a shout out to Philippa. Hey girl. (laughs) Um, She asks, do you have any tips on dating in our current generation? And would you guys ever try online dating? It's, yeah, it's not the best way, I don't think, to meet people, but it's worked for some. Yeah, not my personal preference. I think my personal preference would be meeting people face to face. Yeah, Um. Especially since I feel like that's becoming a bit of a lost art in our day because we're very much social media, stuck to our phones, computers. So I just like the organicness of face-to-face. Obviously, um, like you said, online dating isn't for everyone, but for some people it is an avenue that they choose to use and enjoy and have fruit from it as well. So we're not definitely not saying it's wrong, don't do it. But I think yeah. from me and Naomi, we're probably not um, people that are, are diving in and going, yeah, yeah, let's do online dating. It's just too nerve-wracking, like, meeting someone you've never met before with no background on who they are, really. Like, I'd prefer to meet people through mutual friends because totally. then you can trust their opinion and and then they can kind of work out something for you if you wanted them to. Yeah, but, hey, if mm. any of you guys – are into online dating we would love to hear your experiences your success stories we're definitely open to hearing more about it i can't say i've never signed up to an online oh there you go but i've never pursued it past the point of that (laughs) got it so you've gone part way and decided yeah it was like oh plus like i really believe that like men should step up and be the pursuers come on and so i don't want to be pursuing (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah So let's go back to the first part of that question, and that was, do you have any tips on dating in our current generation? We kind of got stuck on that N1 there, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) We could talk about this all day. (laughs) Tips on dating. I mean, what even is dating these days with COVID? (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit hard, isn't it? What are your tips, Shen? What are my tips? Well, I think a really important one is surround yourself with healthy community, people your own age, people with similar passions and core values to Mm. you because you're likely to meet someone that you connect with, that you're attracted to in the realm Mm. of healthy community. So that could look like church community. um, Mm. It could look like close family and friends that may also be um, God-fearing as well. But get around people that share your same core values. Like if you want to meet a godly Christian man, get around godly Christian couples, groups of people, community, I'd say in a very simple way, that's a great place to start. Also, I think it's important to be clear about your intentions because Mm. in this day and age, there can be a lot of confusion and unwanted stress surrounding people's intentions. So like that first date doesn't necessarily mean we're going to get married. Yeah, that's it. Another tip I had, actually, I was at church last week and I was talking about dating because at church, if you go to church now, you can tell who the single Pringles are because they sit by themselves. Single Pringles. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, And I was talking to someone and they were saying, like, there's no harm in visiting other churches if if the pool at your church is limited. Like, there's no harm in just going to another church, not to go there forever, just to check it out. Or maybe they have a young adults program or like, you know, 
just get out there and see what's out there. Don't be stuck in your little bubble. Yes. And I think in, in everything, be led by the Holy Spirit. I think everyone's journey looks different. And maybe a better question to ask yourself is like, how is the Holy Spirit leading me at this time? Is he leading me to stay where I am, to mm. to branch out or connect to other people? And mm. yeah, don't compare your journey to someone else's. Just focus on what the Holy Spirit is saying and how yeah, the Holy Spirit's leading you. Yeah, God can bring you the perfect man anytime he likes. So the next question, this is shout out to Ingrid. How do you best deal with explaining to non-Christian men that you are unlikely to date them because of that incompatibility? Mm. Oh, it's just like you've just got to not worry what other people think. Like you're honoring the Lord and that's really what matters. So, you know, if you have to be honest, then just do it. Because I think in the long run when we try and just make up other reasons or, you know, fluff around about it, then they might get hurt even worse. But if you just up front and say, look, this is how it is, I feel like people respect that. So being clear on your convictions. Yeah. Yeah. It will sting a bit, but I think in the long term, that's the most respectful thing to do. Well, our next question is from Eleanor, and she would like to know, how do you bring God into a secular work environment? Great question. Mm I think in the most simplest way is just love the ones that God puts in front of you. It could be clients, it could be patients, children, fellow employees. I think our actions often speak louder than words. So whoever God's putting in front of you in your work environment, just Mm. love them and love them well because purely that is the gospel. And like, you know, how do you bring God into a secular work environment? You go to work because you are the presence of God. Come on. You're bringing him in every time you go and even on a bad day, don't worry about it. God's, you know, redeemed you with his saving grace and you just sow seeds and you never know what might grow from them. Totally. (laughs) Cool. Um, Our next question is from Beautiful Mel. Who are your favorite Christian artists or bands? Mm -mm. Um, I don't know if people have heard of The Belonging Co, but it's under sort of the headship of... Henry Seeley and Alex Seeley. They were part of Planet Shakers and now they have a church in Nashville. Sorry, I used to have a huge crush on Henry Seeley when he came to our church. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Before he was married, guys, before he was married. Okay, let's just <laughs> clarify that. So I assume that maybe you enjoy this music. So they have sort of a collective group of of artists and uh, yeah, I just love the diversity of worship music that comes out of that collective group. Also, Bethel is another multiple mm-hmm. artist, collective artists. Yeah, um, so love the music that comes through them. A couple of others, Vertical Worship, Elevation. Um, recently discovered Iron Bell Music. Really love oh. those guys. Really organic, down to earth, just raw. Cool. I haven't heard of them. Yeah. The ABCs of Jesus. <laughs> nice. Um, and a few more. We the Kingdom, Jen Johnson. Love Jen. You didn't mention Steph Gretz. Oh, Steph yeah. Gretz, yep. Cool. Well, my list just off the top of my head. I mean, my ride or die is Brooke Frazier. Yes, um, she's wonderful. Yeah. But, like, I love Mercy Me, Casting Crowns, King and Country, Torrin Wells. One random one, mm-hmm. which is kind of new, is Dolly Parton. Oh, Dolly. Because yeah, I knew Dolly. She does some, like, she did that King and Country song, and it was so good. So she's kind of one of my new 
favourites. Nice. Oh, and if you're into like R and B, a bit of hip hop, Lecrae. You can't Lecrae. Go past can't Lecrae. go past. Yeah, can't go past. So moving right along, we have a question from BJ. He says, if you could propel yourself into the future <laughs> and be living your dream, what Whoa. would it look like? Mm, that's a good question. It's a good question. Oh, I mean, for me, this is twofold. Yeah. Because in one sense, I feel like I am living my dream. Come currently. on. That's so good. I know. That's actually cool to say that. Um but in one sense, I also do feel like we talked about missions before. I do feel like I want to go and live in Cambodia. And that's kind of my future dream of, of doing life with mm-hmm. Jesus. So kind of both, yeah, living it now, but I also want to go to Cambodia. So, yeah. Some great dreams. And you may yeah. be living them in the future. So watch yeah, this space. <laughs> yeah. What are yours? Basically, living in revival, marrying in revival, raising children yeah. in revival, being in full-time yeah. ministry in revival. So good. <laughs> Can we see a recurrent theme? A trend? A trend here. So I think my dream would yeah. just be living like in a time in history where God pours his spirit out without measure. Mm. That is my dream. I, For those of you who don't know, I grew up in revival as a child and that has been something that has arrested my heart ever since and I just am hungering for it. So that would be the dream of dreams. In terms of other things, though, creatively, I would love to to learn guitar and be confident enough to lead worship at church. I want to do that with piano. Then we could start a band. Yeah, it could be (laughs) G&N band or something. That's so good. Oh, man. Well, our last question is from Sam, who Mm -hmm. is actually in the other room as we speak because I live with her. What would you tell your younger self? Mm. Mm, It's a good question. It is a good question. Deep, take it deep, bro. Okay. I think I kind of got teary thinking on this one because, you know, you look back over your life and you realize Mm -hmm. your younger self probably wasn't aware of some of the things you're going to walk through and especially the tough times, the dark times. So as I was thinking about this, I was just like, if I was telling my younger self, like, yeah, there there are going to be challenges, things that are going to seem like insurmountable hurdles that you will Mm -hmm. face but you will not be alone. Jesus will be there with you every step of the way and he will see you through even the fiercest of life storms. Mm. So I feel like I would, yeah, Yeah. encourage my younger self that, yeah, life will get tough. Like that's just a reality, but a greater reality is that Jesus is with you always Mm. and he'll see you through the other side. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the life-changing stuff, isn't it? I feel like mine's pretty similar. Yeah. Um, probably, like, yeah, the basis of it would be to trust the Lord, but I think also to just be more, like, confident about who you are and just, yeah. just walk in that with the Lord, like, just go, you know what, I'm me, don't worry about what other people are thinking because that's the best part about getting older, just living out yourself and not worrying what other people think. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I wasted so much of my teenage life, like, taking care of other people's opinions of me and not really living out what God had called me to be. Yeah. 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 Some very deep self-reflection here. (laughs) It is deep. And, I mean, hey, if you're listening, go and spend the morning (laughs) reflecting on your life. What would you tell your younger self? Yes. We'd love to know. Maybe we'll leave it there as a question for our audience. And feel free 
to respond or hit us up on Instagram and let us know what would you tell your younger self? Yeah, well, we hope you enjoyed listening to our Q&A today and we will be having our episodes fortnightly from now on. Yeah. So there won't be one next week, but there will be the following week. But we'll keep you updated on our Instagram and we, we look forward to you tuning in. Yes, but we are back on board well and truly. So thanks for joining us. And that wraps up part two of our Q&A. So we'll see you in a fortnight. See you next time. Bye.